Hello there, ponies, people, paparazzi, whoever the hell is watching, listening. My name's Mark Hayes. Welcome back to the Random Podcast, episode 11. How are things today? It's a Wednesday. It's been a very frustrating day in general. I've wanted to punch walls, all sorts. I don't know if it's the heat in LA. It's about 80 something degrees, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I don't know why I live in. Yeah, it's 81 now at the moment. It's pretty hot. Isn't this? Isn't this winter? It's February technically winter. You lose all grasp of seasons living in LA. But if I was back in Ireland, I'd be complaining about the cold. If I was in London, I'd be complaining about the rain and the cold and the greyness. So I can't really complain. But at the same time, it's getting hotter every year, and I'm sweating more and more. Delightful start to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for sticking with us. I just tried to do this on Periscope. It was horrendous. Kept seeing myself on the Periscope. I couldn't work the digits, the dials on the podcast. So I had to call the first attempt and start again. Um, yeah, I've had a headache for three days. I thought it was the booze at first, but now people are saying there's a man flu going around. Could be that, could be the start of that, so that'd be lovely. Also keep finding twigs in my bed when I wake up. So I don't know if there's some bird floating around my abode or what's going on. Am I a bird? Do I live in a bird's nest? Potentially. Who knows? Uh, <clears throat> but then this morning, I had to spend the morning dealing with my visa lawyers. Working on renewing my visa for months, almost years at this point. On and on and on. There's always more forms to fill out. More thousands of dollars to pay them. And then they called back and they were like, oh, and we forgot about this fee. Stick another thousand on the bill there, darling. So that's great fun. Actually, had a few people that quoted me prices phoned me up today and say, yeah, I need another $1,000. Yeah, that's going to cost extra. So that's why I've been wanting to punch walls all day between the headache, the dry mouth, and pikeys taking money out of my pocket. It's not been a great day. But then I spoke to my yoga buddy. She wrote a blog about yoga, chilling out, letting go of the ego, man. It's all alright. That actually calmed me down. As simple as it was, it calmed me down. It's funny when you're like highly frustrated, which is what happens here in LA. Like, Jesus, I wanted to punch a wall there all day. Looking for a good wall to punch. Didn't want to punch any of my own board. I'd have to fix it. It cost me more money. Couldn't find any outside. It was too hot. Went to the gym. No punching bags. But Toddy Yoga chilled me out. Gotta start doing more yoga here. Just have to be careful. I gotta find class with ugly people. These other classes, there's too many hot women in a sweaty little room. And sometimes the teacher comes around, she gives you a neck massage, a lower back massage, just massages. I'm not used to being touched when I'm sober. I'm Irish. For some dumb reason. If a hot girl touches me when I'm sober, I get a lazy bonaire, as they call them in France. Bonaires. 
It is great fun. Public affection, stay away from me. Or I will be accused of some indecent behavior beyond my control. Lazy Bonaires. He was given when I was young at like weird stuff like weddings or funerals. I don't know why. Maybe it's the tight pants that we wore at the funerals. Those suit pants. Oh, she'd pop out of nowhere. No reasoning. Didn't even see anyone hot. She can't control it at times. At least it's not the other way. That would be awful if you couldn't get it up and dancing. Then you'd be... You'd be punching yourself in the groin. What am I on about? I don't know. I thought I was going to come on here cursing. I don't try and curse in this stuff. My parents never cursed when I was growing up. So I never curse, if possible. Although I do then in daily life. But the minute a camera or a microphone, although I do it in stand-up too. But now I try not to curse, even though I was effing and fecking and funking and fahoogling. All over the shop this morning. That one yoga article calmed me down. Settled me brain. Uh, thought I was going to get more out of that lazy boner scenario in my head. I haven't thought it out. I'm still rattled after doing a Periscope Live. We got three full people, people. Three full people watching it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Visa. Although I did have some weird stuff last night. Went to the gym late because I had a headache all day. I couldn't go. Cooled down. Went to the gym. It's leaving. And I could smell my cologne somewhere. The dude next to me, this homeless dude crossing the street, was wearing the exact same cologne as me. I couldn't figure it out. He probably had a better phone. Did you ever see? I remember being in San Fran. Some guy, like some homeless dude, asked me for money. He had a better phone, nicer runners. He was kitted out. Some balls in them to be like, oh, give us some money, man. Anyway, this dude was wearing some lovely cologne. Couldn't tell if that was a good or a bad thing, but I smell like a homeless man. That wasn't bad. And then there was this dude, long-haired dude. I walked by him outside the gym. I don't know if he was inside the gym or what. And he went out of his way. He was like, hey, man, hey, hey, Stop. I had my headphones in, so I stopped for a moment. Little did I know, he just wanted to chat me up. That was awkward when he said, Hey, hey, don't worry, man. I'm not gay, I just want to chat to you. To me, sounds like something a gay person who was pretending not to be gay would say to you. So I was like, alright, man, that's cool. Dark street. You're a bit of a creepy dude sitting on a motorbike. Is this what women get when they leave the gym? Is this the harassment women have to deal with on a daily basis? Poor women. How are they not punching and kicking and stabbing every odd man that comes up to them? So I told your man, I was like, all right, no, man, I got to go there. I'm on the phone. Pretend to be on the phone. He was like, no, you're not. I was like, look, I got to go. He starts following me up the street. Again, telling me he's not gay. He just wants to chat. Wait up. I've got long, lanky legs, so I powered walk away from him. Andy, up the hill, he had to go back and mind his motorbike. So it was a tad odd. Bit odd. 
It's strange, actually. There's been a few times here where I've been walking down Fountain, which is kind of like a quiet street to stroll on West Hollywood. And there's been, like, say, one or two girls ahead of me. And because I walk quickly, it's like I'm trying to catch up with them. So you're just walking along, walking along. And then it gets to a point where you're like, I can sense that they're getting... There's no one else in the street. I can't just cross a big street to not freak them out. So this one time, there was, like, two girls, and they were trying to go down a hill by Fountain. And it was dark. And I was kind of going way quicker than them. They were on their heels, too. Like little baby giraffes trying to figure out how to walk in ice. And me trying to be nice. Said, don't worry, girls. I'm not going to do anything weird. I'm not creepy. Which now I realise they probably only heard, creepy. Because they couldn't understand me. People don't really understand me off the bat unless they know an Irish accent or a Cork accent or a mumbler. Or they've heard me before. So they looked... And screamed. Pretty sure one of them tried to run away, but she was in heels. So I walked by quickly. So that was awkward. So maybe I jumped the gun with the guy who was telling me he's not gay. He just wants to chat. Although I wasn't even trying to chat. I was trying to calm down those girls. Be like, look, I'm not going to do anything weird. I know you must get this all the time. But I just got to get past you on this street. It didn't come out like that, unfortunately. My good intentions were probably ruined. A man can only try. What is this going on? Jesus. Thought I'd have more gibber. I think I just wasted all my gibber. I just wrote a big long article about the Oscars. Well, I wrote it yesterday, but now I had to fix it, edit it. Too many words. It's got 2,000 words. I realised it's only meant to be 1,400 words. It was 2,250 or something. And now i got to cull it. But I hate editing articles because you always wonder, I think I'm taking the funniest bits out. Am I taking the funniest bits out? But you're not really. It's grand. But it just wiped me. Yeah. So yeah, that's about it, people. Not great. I mean, some questions. We need more topics. Fading. The heat is killing me. The heat, the headache. The frustration of life. Getting a visa. I remember like when I got my first visa. I still don't know how I did it back in Ireland. <clears throat> but it cost me almost nothing. Like this one's costing me thousands and thousands. Thousands. Hundreds and thousands on the ice cream. But like the first one didn't cost me that much. I don't know how I did it. I blacked out for that period. Mentally in my brain. There were so many forms you had to fill out. Or like a binder full of forms. I don't know how I pulled it off. I think because I got a book deal. And then I was meant to get a TV deal. Or like a TV development deal. With RTE at the time. They were doing this show. That was called the 10 o'clock show or something. They stole it from an English station. Who did the 11 o'clock show. The 11 o'clock show was funny. But I met with this one. Development executive. And she was like, oh, yeah, you'd be funny. You out in L.A. if you did a segment for the 10 o'clock show. You'd do that, would you? And I was like, I'll do anything, woman. Just get me, help me get this visa. So I thought that was going to happen. Development deal and a book deal all in the same week. We were dancing. This was it. I was going to return to L.A. like a king. 
after being here for six months, running out of money and going home like a loser, like a failure. I was coming back with a book deal and a TV deal. But the development exec wanted to bring the main person along to one of my stand-up gigs in Dublin. So I kept setting up gigs and she kept saying, I'll be there, I'll be there. Then one night I was like, look, this is the last gig I can do. I'm going back to L.A. soon. She's like, I'll definitely be there. The main guy's coming too. I meant to go on stage at about 9 o'clock. She phones me. She's like, I'm on the way. I'm in a taxi. 9.30, she phones back. She's in tears, I think. She tells me she's in Belfast. She's drunk. She doesn't know what's going on. She might lose her job. Please don't tell anyone. And I'm like, what? What are you on about? Turns out, I think she had a bit of a boozing problem. She subsequently got fired from that development executive job, which is lovely, because that means all the projects are shelved. Poor Marky boy got put on the shelf like an old box of biscuits, never to be eaten or dipped in tea again. That's actually happened a few times, working with TV development execs. There was one in England especially. She was loving me. She was sound too. Head of like big station. Better not say it in case I deal with them again. I actually think I am soon but say nothing. Uh, loving me. Let's get this show on the road. I pitched a random the sitcom. Turning the books into a TV show. She was like yes let's do it. I'm very very interested. We want you on board. We want to work with you. Delighted, skipped out the door like Charlie in a chocolate factory. Golden ticket, happy days. The TV stuff is going to pop off now. This is it, lads. This is it. I said to me, myself, and I, we're on the road. Didn't hear back. Didn't hear back. I was like, did I misjudge that completely? Turns out, a couple of weeks after that meeting, uh, the executive, the person in charge, left the company, left the business altogether. So that was great. She tried to pass off the project onto someone else, person in America. Uh, who the thing is, like these people have all different senses of humor. So some people love you. Other people are like, "What are you doing? What is this? This is not funny." You're like, "No, it is. You just have you like two and a half men. I don't like two and a half men." Yeah, well, I'm looking for two and a half men. Well, okay. Goodbye. Uh, I actually shot some other stuff for this other other people. They wanted, like, a TV travel show. Like an idiot abroad. So I was like, oh, I'll just be an Irishman. Showing people around America. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be like an Irish Borat. Just making up. Stupid facts about wherever I am that clearly aren't true. Fortunately, because of my dead, dead, toned, tanned, panned, dead-eyed delivery, these people actually thought the made-up facts were indeed real facts. And then they questioned them as in like, that didn't happen. And you're like, yeah, that's the joke. The Chinese government didn't give America a present of the Chinese theatre as a thank you for the Vietnam War. That was a stupid joke I made up in the spot. Or Smokey the Bear. 
wasn't sent to LA to eradicate AIDS in the 80s. He came for the fire, not the AIDS. Anyway, they just didn't get it. Not doing a great service to it. But I actually thought it was funny. I still laugh at that little sh- stuff we shot. It's on YouTube or Vimo. Mark Hayes, Real American Adventure. Check it out. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. It's all about do the people get it or do they don't. The funniest people actually are in Ireland. When you're talking to English people, like English TV heads or American TV people, they're always like, well, some of them, some of them are like, oh, we don't fully get it, but we want to work with you. Can we try something else? Irish people, there's one guy in particular, he's hilarious. I send him this stuff and he's just like, this is not funny. You're not funny. We do not want to work with this kind of project. <laughs> You're like, all right, good man yourself. I sent them some recently that like a load of other people are interested in. They were like, yeah, send me more. We want to see more. What? You got all these names attached? Yeah, let's see more when it's ready. But Charm was like, no, not funny. No interest in Irish market. This is just not good. At the start, when you first get rejected by TV, you're like, oh, no, they're, they're so right. But then you're like, no, nah, these people aren't funny. They don't have a clue what they're talking about. Unless they sign it, buy it, and stick it on TV and we all make millions. Then they know what they're talking about. Although it could be me too. Got to polish the diamond. The diamond in the rough. My rough head of hair. Um, but yeah, Irish people definitely... Those Irish executives. Definitely. I remember I met that like ages ago, that development TV exec. After she got let go by... I better not say the name of the TV station in Ireland. Not too many. You can hazard a guess. But after she let go, she was like, I'm going out my own. I'm branching out my own. Are you with me? It's like Jerry Maguire. Met her in this fancy hotel. She told me she had unreal news. Great news. Wait till you hear this news. I was like, what? we're going doing the show on a different station. Is that the unreal news? Because if that's not the news, then it's not unreal. Don't preface the news, but it's unreal news. Wait till you. I had to get the train up from Cork to Dublin to meet her. She wouldn't tell me over the phone. Met her in this fancy hotel. She told me, I'm going up my own. Are you with me? Who's coming with Jerry Maguire? I was like, what do you mean with you? You have nothing. Do you have money to produce this? No, but we can do it. Should we get a drink? I'm like, it's noon. I'm not drinking gin and tannics with you at noon. This is how you lost your other job. Uh, so yeah, that wasn't great. That went nowhere. Dead end. Ran into a rat hole. One thing that wasn't too bad, that show that they wanted me on was quickly cancelled. So, happy days, I suppose. One win for me. I wasn't on a chumpy show. Is that a way to look at it, or is that me being bitter? Who knows, who knows. Went from lazy boners to bitterness. All in a day's work. Uh, I hate when people tell me, I've unreal news, you'll never. Hold on to your hat. This person before, I was living with her. Started off grand, sound, thoughts all. Then just turned into like persons always complaining, wet blanket, moping around, 
just like a big sigh, like a dark cloud. And I was like, the lease was up. She was moving. I wanted to know if I wanted to move with her. Oh, no, that was, she didn't even ask. She just came home. She phoned me. I have unbelievable news. Unbelievable news. And she had also been telling me about some TV executives that she was going to try and introduce me to. Once again, my big dumb head presumed. Ah, she must have told these TV people about me and my books and my great plans to make them lots and lots of money by creating an unreal sitcom. And they must have bought it, even though they've never met me. That must be the unreal news. There's no other news that'll be unreal to me. That must be it. So I sat at home, waited for her to come home to listen to the unreal news. But I already knew what it was because I had played it out in my head until she told me I found a new apartment up in the hills. It's more expensive, but at least we can still live together. And I sat there waiting for the news about the TV deal that somehow appeared on my lap. And she waited for my great reaction to living up in the hills, which I had no interest in. Because it was way too far up, you can't walk anywhere. You're stuck up there. Didn't want to be stuck with the dark cloud. So she waited for my response. I waited to hear about the TV response. Eventually I just said, that's it. She said, oh, I thought you'd be happier. I was like, what about the TV stuff? No. And she was like, why do you not want to live with me? I was like, no, I think I want to stay around here. And then she ended up hating me. Because I no longer wanted to live with her. The day before, I remember, she was like, lauding me to people. He's a dream roommate. He's so nice and so friendly and he makes us tea. The next day, it was like, he's a prick. He's a dopey, idiot prick. <laughs> it's like, alright, thank you for vindicating my decision not to keep on living with you. But yeah, anyway. Please don't ever tell me of unreal news unless it's actually unreal. And it's based around me. Quite clearly in a narcissist. Here to be all. So... I have unreal news for you. Maybe I just got to presume. If you say it's for me, I'll just believe you. Otherwise, it's not unreal news. Hi, right, this has been an unreal news update. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking it in there. Sticking it in there. Sticking with it even. Thanks for slipping it in. Um, yeah, I'm not gay. I just wanted to talk to you people. Don't worry. Don't worry, girls. I'm not a creep. I'm not going to do anything weird. That does sound pretty weird, but I was coming from a nice place. A nice, nice place. My parents brought me up to be a polite boy. And that politeness actually gets me into odd situations. Don't want to be rude to people. Don't want to make them feel bad by me saying, is this situation the situation I think it's going on? And they say, yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is weird, I gotta go. Oh, no, now you feel bad. So then I let it play out, and it turns out to be an odd situation, and then it's gone too far, and somebody's pants are off. And there's a long-haired gay dude following you up a hill. At least he didn't have a lazy boner. And on that happy note, if you want to see more of my stuff, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter...
at Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U. Got some articles in the Irish Examiner on a Saturday. Check out my next one on the Oscars. Gotta go edit it. Maybe I'll just send it and pretend. I'll be like, oh, I thought it was 2,000 words. Will this work? And my website's marquez.tv. Oh, and make sure you listen to these and SoundCloud and iTunes and rate them five stars. Fifteen if you can. Check out my books too on Amazon.com. Random, randomer and pre-done before I came. All right, people. Ciao, Bella. Good duck-a-doo, ponies. Good duck-a-doo.